CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Today, we welcome Lorraine Bell, the manager of the Qualicum Beach Museum. Thanks for joining us today, Lorraine. Thanks for having me. Lorraine, you've been working with the Qualicum Beach Museum for a number of years and last summer became the manager. You've okay. got a, a graduate degree in geography, a second graduate degree in adult education and museum studies, and you've mm-hmm. lived to far afoot, including Southeast Asia and Montreal. What were yeah. you doing in Montreal and Southeast Asia? Montreal was a very long time ago. I was going to university there. I went straight from being born and raised in Qualicum Beach to studying in Montreal. What I remember of it, it was a blast. A <laughs> little bit of a culture shock, too, I think. Yes, I didn't have any French. It was a big city, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was just a great change. Spread my wings a little bit as an 18-year-old, yeah. <laughs> did you get hooked on the smoked meat sandwiches like everybody else I know? <laughs> I did not, but I did try wild boar while I was in Borneo, and that was quite good. <laughs> Is that where you were in Southeast Asia, Borneo? I spent some time in East Kalimantan and some time in Sarawak, Malaysia. Interesting. Yeah. I know there's always a lot going on at the museum, and Family Day is coming up. I know that you're planning to be open for families for that day, for the event. Yes, we aren't usually open on Mondays, but we decided to open for Family Day. And we were just thinking Family Day is so much fun, but there's often not many indoor opportunities for parents home with kids. So we want to encourage them to come visit us at the museum for a special Family Day. And we'll have some crafts out and a scavenger hunt and should be a lot of fun, even prizes. The Brand Festival is going to be coming up soon. And you have that great viewing area set up in Qualicum Beach now on the waterfront. Yeah, it's huge. And there's a really nice interpretive spot to go where you can view Brandt and also learn more about them by the beach. What we do at the museum is we have a display more of the history of the Brant Festival. So we have the sort of a background, also a history of the Brant goose and why it comes through here. And what people don't know is that while we love it now and we take photographs of it, and in the past it used to be dinner. So we also have some information about that. Yeah, these really interesting old wooden decoys that they would float out into the water and then that would encourage the Brants to come and join what they think were their friends and that was it. So it's interesting to us how perspectives change over time towards uh, species and whatnot. There's some interesting displays to take a peek at. I understand you have some vintage toy displays. My Archie's lunchbox qualify for that? I think it would, yes. <laughs> would you like to donate it? <laughs> no, I'm not going to yeah. donate it. <laughs> I've had that well, since yeah, grade it's, six. <laughs> it's such a fun exhibit, and we always get that. The people come there, oh, I had those, and now it's in a museum. Some of the interactions between children and parents when they look at the vintage toys are quite interesting, and even grandparents. You know, what toys would be still interesting to kids today, and which toys they're like, did kids really play with that back then? And we try to time it around Christmas, but we'll have it up until our brand display, so that's a couple of months. You can still come and enjoy it. We did recently get a very nice donation of old tin soldiers, so we'll put those in next year. What else is in the works for the next few months as far as exhibits go? Right now, a big one that we're working on is about the history of power and energy in Qualicum Beach. 
As you might know, we have the powerhouse, which was the original powerhouse of Qualicum Beach. And we spent last year fixing it up. It needed some TLC, so it's got a nice fresh look. And along heritage guidelines, it's a beautiful space. So this year, we're focusing on an exhibit that's going to go in there. It's about the history of the powerhouse and its role in power and energy, as well as a science of energy and power in general, including sustainable energy. We're also looking at climate change through a local perspective. So how do we understand climate change and its impacts on our local area? Also, what are local people doing about climate change? I think people will find that very interesting. I know that we've learned a lot about it as we do the research and consult with various community members about that issue. Hopefully that will be opening this summer. Do you have any other new exhibits for the summer? We have one display case upstairs and we tend to work closely with community members on it. And so there might be a surprise in there based on what people want to put in there. It's always something new to see. There's several feature displays, one being the history of the Qualicum First Nations. That's excellent. We collaborated closely with a member of Qualcomm First Nation, Jesse Rakalma, who's a scholar and an artist, and he was the creative designer of that exhibit. And it's really fantastic. You can learn about the history of the Qualcomm First Nation, and also you can hear some words in Pentlatch language. There's a display about Pentlatch place names and much more. It's definitely worth seeing. My favorite exhibit, my personal favorite, is the Paleontology and Fossils display. What a lot of people don't know is that there's a lot of areas on Vancouver Island that are very important scientifically for the study of paleontology. A lot of really rich fossil beds. Our curator of paleontology, Graham Beard, has a collection of about 20,000 fossils. He donated to the museum the ones that you see on display. And there's some really interesting fossils. One of them is an Ice Age walrus, and it was the furthest south they found a walrus. So that's quite scientifically important. The actual fossil ended up being shown in Ottawa, the Museum of Nature. But we do have a display about her, and her name is Rosie, the Ice Age walrus. Then there's another one with a giant ammonite that you can see. The one that I really find so interesting is actually quite small, and it's what's known as an acetate peel. It's a little tiny peel, and it's probably got millions of fossils in it that you can see with a microscope. Even a paleobotanist would be able to look at it under a microscope and see a grain of pollen or even mosquito poop that's millions of years old. (laughs) Some people don't know that fossils can be really teeny and teeny tiny as well as big like a walrus or an ammonite. One thing I like to point out about the ammonite is it was found on a mountain. For kids, that's really interesting to them. Why was this sea creature found on a mountain? So they scratch their heads about that one, and then that can be a lead into understanding the history of the Earth in more detail. I'm scratching my head over that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you've got folks in town visiting this summer, a great place to go is the Qualicum Beach Museum, simply because some of the featured exhibits just tell the story of Qualicum Beach itself. I was born and raised here. When I was fortunate enough to get this job, I realized there was a lot of the history that I didn't even know. We often get locals coming and saying, oh, we've lived here for 50 years and we've never been to the museum and we didn't know any of this stuff. (laughs) So it's definitely worthwhile coming. And sadly enough, it's usually when you have visitors from out of town, you get the idea to come to the museum. One of the stories we like to share with people is the Colican Beach Hotel. That was this beautiful hotel that was just down the road from the museum. Movie stars and famous people visited it, and yeah, quite an interesting story related to it. And we do also have beautiful images of it from when it was a thriving 
interesting place. Does that building still exist? No, it got demolished in the late 60s. And who operated Sadly it? Sadly enough, that was a person named General Money. There's lots of information about that family as well. What a lot of people don't know about General Money was he was also a very famous fly fisher. Just last summer, someone came in and they had his fly diary. So it was a record of the flies he had developed locally in our local streams. And just a lot of knowledge about fly fishing contained in that one small artifact. Some people might have heard of Roderick Haig Brown, who was quite a well-known person who wrote about fly fishing. What a lot of people don't know is that General Money was his good friend and mentor. We also have the guest book of the hotel. If you read through the pages of the guest book, it's pretty interesting and a lot of interesting names there from Lord Bing was one of the people who visited the hotel. It's a good document of local people. They would come for parties and things and sign their names in the guest book. So gives us a good idea of who lived here back then too. And who came here to go fishing. Yes, a lot of people came here to go fishing like Bing Crosby and John Wayne and names you'd recognize. And another exhibit that we have is about the boathouses. It's kind of a fun story. Local teenagers would work in these boathouses and they would be taking famous movie stars out fishing and getting gigantic tips and having the time of their lives by the sound of it. During COVID, we had the opportunity to interview some of the people who worked as youth in these boathouses and they had a, quite a lot of good stories to tell. Tell me about your archives. If folks are looking for something in particular, how do they go about doing that? If someone's interested in learning something more about the history that we don't have on display, they can contact the museum and request to do some research in the archives. Someone might want to know the history of a particular building or a particular area in Qualcomm Beach. We have a really good group of volunteers who take care of the archives and they'll help you out. As more and more yeah. people are venturing out, I'm assuming you're always welcoming folks who would like to volunteer at the museum. We have a volunteer program and lots of different kinds of opportunities. Our core volunteers, they're here every week. So we have volunteers in the collection, volunteers in the archives, and also we have a beautiful grounds, as you probably know, and we have volunteer gardeners keeping the garden beautiful and maintenance, also front of house, so welcoming visitors to the museum. And as well, we have special events. So if you just want to volunteer sometimes, we have events from time to time. The most popular one is Children's Day. So that's once a year, and that takes tons of volunteers because we have loads of activity stations for the kids. If you're interested in volunteering, just uh, give us a call at the museum. Thanks for being with us today, Lorraine. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. That's Lorraine Bell, who's the manager of the Qualicum Beach Museum. That's this edition of PQ Beat. If you have comments or suggestions, we'd like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals.